Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corbin, Ed Carson here with a breakdown of the action in today's session, Friday, October 27th. And it was a terrible week for stocks, Ed, and the NASDAQ with a feeble attempt at a bounce to cap off the week. And you're Sorry. on mute. Yes, yes. And uh, speechless. So I was speechless, speechless. after this week, and it was a, you know, a pretty weak performance, and the NASDAQ still looked better than everybody else, as usual. Uh, I want to take a look at three stocks that are holding up reasonably well and have earnings out of the way, Microsoft, United Health, and Weatherford. Okay. We'll take a look at those three stocks, but first, let's analyze those major indexes. The NASDAQ today closing up just four-tenths of a percent after, at one point, being up more than one percent, I believe, at least the Qs. The S&P 500 down a half a percent, the Dow losing 1.1 percent today, and the Russell 2000 continuing to look pretty abysmal here, Ed. The Russell 2000 down another 1.3 percent. So as you say, the Nasdaq looks the best, but that doesn't mean it looks good. No, it does not. It hit resistance today. Technically, a rally attempt is underway. Hooray, you know, because uh, the NASDAQ rose today. Really poor. Uh, and, and look, uh, you know, you could say, well, we're due for a bounce, but it doesn't have to happen right away. And it doesn't have to last. We've had, you know, we started this week with some gains. Ah, uh, here we are. We're finding support. We undercut lows and we're going to bounce now. Well, that didn't last. I mean, yeah. it's like didn't last much at all. So, uh, when we do get a bounce, don't get excited by it. Really, you need to see a lot. I, I you know, we you'd need to see a big move above thirteen thousand, maybe to the twenty-one day line, just to break the downtrend of the past couple of weeks. We need to get over the fifty-day line, you know, pretty decisively to break the downtrend from July. It's just a lot of things going wrong here. Uh, you know, this is the lowest in five months. If it goes much further below this twenty-day line, it's really going to come into that sort of February to May levels, you know, pretty soon. Uh, most of the other indexes are there or, or well below. And that's that's the next support level. You know, it just, we haven't figured out, uh, it, hasn't, it hasn't found a bottom yet. And I don't think investors should try to guess where that bottom is. Exactly. Because like you said, starting out the week, we could have said, yeah, we're, we're and traders did think, hey, we're getting oversold here. We could bounce. We couldn't sustain it. Even when there is a little bit more proof of a potential change in trend, we can't even sustain that. We had two failed follow-through days over the last couple of months as well. So like you said, I agree. We really need proof. We have a rally attempt. And if we do get an eventual follow-through day, it doesn't end there. We need more evidence, more institutional buying, stocks that are setting up, stocks that are working, and not to mention, Ed, we have these big headwinds and concerns in the market. We have the 10-year yield still at very elevated levels, even though for the week it did come off a bit. We have a very strong dollar as well, which was up this week. And we have geopolitical concerns and earnings season isn't over yet. So there's a lot that this market has to grapple with right now. Yeah. And I think actually just thinking about earnings, there's probably were a lot of investors who are hanging on thinking, okay, earnings will save us. Right. Okay. You know, once these guys come out and, and Microsoft and Amazon did have good earnings ultimately, but there was Google and Meta and a lot of the other earnings that were poor. I mean, obviously there was a pretty negative reactions to a lot of things 
uh, not just those stocks, but the but the ripple effects for others. So, yeah, just not how not not good things out there. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. And and I guess the thing with calling a bottom is. Uh, you can just get burned. You can be really right if you if you do get it right. But we like to put things in terms of odds. What are the odds uh, that we're going to see a change in trend? If you wait till you have a little bit more evidence, that is, that's always helpful. So we, uh, I think the last thing that we want, Ed, is for traders to go out there right now and uh, make big directional bets either way. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. You know, definitely be preparing, keep watching these stocks, but yeah, don't don't be making big mm -hmm. bets right now. Yeah, it's darkest before dawn. So hey, maybe the more <laughs> negative we get, then we really will get a, a sustained balance. <laughs> we'll have to see, but we'll take things day by day. Okay, next on the list, let's take a look at uh, the S&P 500, Ed, because you mentioned some longer term support levels or not, uh, support did not hold at 4,200 or this breakout area from May for the S&P? No, it did not. So just because there's a support level doesn't mean it's gonna hold, it doesn't looking very good. And techs were bad, but he also had energy, a lot of energy stocks were big losers this week. Uh, so yeah, not, not going well here. Okay. And let's also take a look at the Dow undercutting the lows of this consolidation area. We've been also talking about this concept of three waves down, seeing that uh, proliferate on the index level here. And IWM, Ed, small caps continuing to fall apart here. So this week, the lowest close in a very long time, undercutting this whole sideways structure here, it looks like finally. Yeah, I think we got through everything. So now it might be the lowest since uh, since 2020, you know, so it's pretty grim. I mean, when we've talked, it shows you how the NASDAQ looks. You can, it's only been in a downturn for a few, few months, but man, this has just been terrible really since, uh, you know, the end of 2021. It has. Okay, <laughs> next on the list, uh, market breadth, still an issue. So here's a look at RSP continuing to break down and look weak. It is now trading uh, at 52 its, week low. Yeah, a 52 <laughs> week low there for RSP. What about QQEW? Uh, last week, we already saw it closing below the 40 week line. Now it's trading uh, around the mid May level. So a pretty big round trip here, Ed. Yeah, and this one fell 0.4%. So while the Nasdaq eked out again, it was very concentrated in in the bigger in the really big names. Mm -hmm. Let's also take a look at the VIX. Are traders scared yet? I know this was something that you uh, emphasized, Harold Morris on our team, saying earlier in the week is maybe traders aren't complacent anymore, but it, they're not really showing a, a high levels of fear. Yeah, there certainly doesn't seem to be that extreme panic kind of situation going on. I mean, it's moving up. It's, you know, and, and this is getting harder to measure with all sorts of weird things and options. But, you know, we haven't seen that massive spike yet that might suggest people are just panicking and getting out. Mm -hmm. And let's take a look at gold, because when uh, times are uncertain, this is seen as a quote unquote safe haven asset. So it does look like traders are flocking to gold. This is something that we've been 
covering as of late, whether it was the downtrend when GLD got above the 200-day line on 1018 to clear that 180, 181 level. Since it came up so sharply, I think a lot of us were expecting some sort of pause. It did that and now moved up again on Friday. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's impressive given that yields are still pretty high, the dollar's pretty high. And honestly, you know, you can put your money in cash for 5%. So it's not like, you know, there's a safe havens out there. So just have to keep in mind, there's, there's, this could very quickly swing either way. If 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 peace breaks out in the Middle East, well, good luck on that. But if, you know, if, if things calm down on that level or just you could imagine that quickly falling off. So it's... Uh, Big, big moves, though. And it does show you, if nothing else, this shows you some of the big headwinds that are out there. And investors are are nervous and looking for safe havens. Right. And I guess there could be a couple of ways at uh, looking at this. Ms. Schneider, a technician who has come on our show, uh, saw an interview with her saying, uh, and she, I believe she said this on IBD Live previously, that it's always when gold starts looking really good the is the time to sell it so is it going to keep the same uh sort of personality here where when it comes up to the top of the range it's going to bump its head and come back in and when it's looking really bad maybe that's the time uh, to get into something like this or are we going to see a powerful breakout looking at this monthly chart here a cup with handle could be on the verge of clearing this whole level and if it does maybe that could lead to a sustained move. Yeah, and so just have to see. It's, 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 uh, gold is, is a lot of things are going on there that, uh, that you're really betting on a lot of different economic and political factors. And there are definitely things that are tailwinds for gold right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, something we're keeping tabs on. Thanks, Ed. Let's go to Microsoft, which you mentioned. A great earnings report this week and a great initial reaction. But then Microsoft filled the gap Thursday, eked out again Friday. But the relative strength line is still holding in there. It's still holding above moving averages. So give us your assessment of how this stock is shaping up. Yeah, obviously the market's not in great shape. So it's understandable. Uh, a few things is that uh, Microsoft is the only Magnificent 7 stock above the 50-day line. I mean, honestly, there's not many stocks above their 50-day lines at this point. So, hooray. Uh, and um, so that 50-day line, it's actually creeping higher, which is nice. Rel the accelerating growth, we have three quarters of accelerating growth on earnings and on, uh, and on sales. I mean, it's not massive growth, but that's pretty nice. It's cloud revenue um, picked up and beat expectations, something that Amazon and Google did not do. So there's a lot of things that is going right for this company, uh, despite a lot of concerns elsewhere. So this seems to be doing well. This is one to be watching. You don't know if this is going to keep going. You know, and this could break down, especially if the market keeps getting worse. But I definitely think uh, a stock that did rise this week, that has strong fundamentals, uh, mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, in the, it's in the forefront of cloud computing AI. So if you're thinking about a lot of things, you should definitely be thinking about Microsoft. Uh, I don't think this is the time to be doing anything with Microsoft, but it's definitely one to be watching. Yeah. And I think in terms of technical levels to watch on the downside, as you mentioned, the 50-day the or the 10-week, but on the upside, I think this 340 level is pretty key. Uh, 
Microsoft hasn't closed above that level for for a while since when the market peaked uh, in mid-July. So if it can tighten up here and then get above and stay above this 140 level, I think that could uh, start looking interesting. But of course, we need the market to cooperate too. Yeah. So. And that would be the ideally is that the market starts to pick up and then Microsoft can go by 340 or the, or the high from this last week and shoot higher, you know, and then it's an early leader. But yeah, you want to see the market definitely pick up. Yep. Okay, let's take a look at UNH. This is United Health seeing an orderly pullback here in light volume. And this is another stock with a good looking relative strength line as of late, finding support where you'd like to see it. Yeah, and you can see this has gone sideways on the relative strength, which was falling while the market was going up. Now it's going sideways on relative strength line is surging. So uh, that's mm -hmm. telling you something. It is. It does seem to be turning around a little bit. Uh, you know, when it's when it's sort of paused and pulled back, it's come down in light volume. Not just now, but in the previous time a few months ago. Uh, yeah, it's got a handle here. It's not going to show up because this is different kind of consolidation. But that would be the buy point. And definitely want to watch. Like Microsoft, this is a long-term leader. Like Microsoft, earnings are out of the way. And we know that plenty of good-looking stocks have tumbled on earnings. So if you can find stocks that have earnings out of the way, uh, really helpful. But this one has a strong record. Uh, sometimes there's political things that come into it and dis disrupt things. There's COVID. But this does have a really good track record over time. And last on the list, let's take a look at WFRD. This is our stock of the day today. Some really tight closes here right around moving averages, which are converging. And like the others, the earnings are out of the way and seeing some really strong growth here, Ed. Yeah, really strong growth. Uh, you know, you, there's it's going to have a base after today. It was just a little too deep to be a flat base. So I'm not sure if they'll how this will be treated, if it'll be a cup with handle. You could sort of see a handle there uh, that lines up with the trend line. There's various ways you could play that. You know, energy is a little different because it can be counter cyclical. But to be fair, if you look at, you know, oil did fall this week. Uh, so that's something that came down uh, that, you know, it's still up pretty high, but that's something to consider. XLE really sold off. Now, some of that's because of Chevron and mm -hmm. Exxon. There was various reasons why they would sell off, but you can't necessarily, it isn't like energy is clearly leading right now. There's not really much that's really, <laughs> that's taking leadership. Uh, but uh, in that context, Weatherford has strong earnings. It's a little countercyclical. It's not actionable now, but definitely one to watch as well. Mm -hmm. So WFRD taking a closer look at that. I can see the cup with handle that you're talking about there, Ed, uh, and a trend line here. So seeing some nice tight closes and volume, uh, predominantly blue, uh, blue volume spikes there. So we'll have to see around 98, 99, or if it can get up to that century mark and uh, power higher. But this has been a really strong trending stock while a lot of others have uh, not been able to hold up this well, especially in this sector. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Ed, well, give us your thoughts on what we should be doing to prepare for the week ahead. We've got more earnings to sift through. Yeah, it's very busy. I mean, it may even be more earnings this week. Uh, it may not be as many as important, but we'll still get Apple. We'll get AMD, a whole bunch of others. We'll get the Fed meeting this week. They're not going to do anything, and they'll probably signal they aren't doing anything. So it may not be as important as some other meetings. Still, 
close to watch. There'll be the jobs report. So very busy. But uh, what investors should mostly be doing is, is sitting back um, in cash or almost entirely in cash, mm -hmm. but building your watch list, you know, getting the watch list already. Look for those stocks with relative strength. Look for the stocks that are holding support or at least near support. You don't know for sure if those are going to hold, depending on how long this this correction goes. But you just want to keep on working on this list, so when things do turn around, you can start to move in incrementally. And I think the point you made is that yeah, even when we get a follow through day, even then it's not like okay, I'm going to go become fully invested. Then you may start you know stepping in you know you know in that thing and letting that work. So you know definitely patience is key and preparedness is key, rather than sort of like. Uh, aggressively trying to willing the market into uh, mm -hmm. into an uptrend that that's not going to work. That's not going to work. You buying, you know, ten shares of Google is not going to make this this market turn on fire. Uh, you have to wait for that to happen and then and then take advantage. Some good words to end on there, Ed. Thank you for that, and thanks everyone for tuning in. That's it from us for this week, but we will be back with more on Monday morning on IBD Live, and we hope everyone joins us. Investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We will see you there. Hope everyone has a great weekend, and we'll see you back here on Monday. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.